welcome to the third episode let me start with this ancient thought experiment called the ship of theseus plutarch was a greek philosopher who first talked about this experiment and this is how it goes so theseus was a greek warrior who killed the minotaur and when he came back he was celebrated and the ship that he had traveled in for this adventure was kept in a museum and they wanted to preserve this ship forever but the ship was decaying so after a year or so one of the planks got decayed was breaking so they changed that plank and this went on and on and on the ship got older the original pieces kept getting worn out and they kept replacing the original pieces with new pieces and there came a point when none of the original pieces existed on the ship everything had been replaced and then plutarch poses this question that if every piece every component of that ship has now changed can it still be called the ship of theseus this is a question of identity that has puzzled philosophers since the time that plutarch first proposed this experiment and how does it relate to us we talked about the i something that we casually call ourselves all the time right i am going to do this i am listening to this podcast right now after this i have to cook or i have to work and when we pose this question to ourselves who is this i who is this me the answer is i am this body but let me dig a little deeper here and draw a parallel with the ship of thesis you were an embryo in your mother's womb and then you were a small child then you were a kid 
a teenager a youngster and every cell in your body you are made of trillions of cells has died several times and has been reborn cells have decayed they have aged they have changed so what were you when you were a child this body is no longer the same body the body now is very different from your body a year ago 10 years ago 20 years ago mind now is very different from the mind 10 years ago 5 years ago every single cell has changed it has died aged decayed new cells have emerged then what is it that we call the i that has remained constant throughout this process of decay and rebirth is it the same person who was in the mother's womb and who was born a little baby is the same body and while you grapple with this question what's even more interesting is that although every single cell in your body has changed but this awareness of existing this awareness of being stays the same it was it is and it appears to be forever so if i am the mind and the body and my mind and body is not the same as it was a second ago a microsecond ago then who really am i why do advait masters like shri ramana ask us to explore this concept of identity what is behind all of this which will help us get to a more peaceful happy place
सो हियर आई एम बट हु इज दिस आई एनी एक्सप्लेनेशन ऑफ द आई रूटेड इन बींग अूमन बींग इज डिफिकल्ट टू एक्सेप्ट फॉर मोस्ट ऑफ अस बिकॉज वी हैव ऑलवेज टेकन दिस आई फॉर ग्रांटेड इट इज वॉट इट इज दिस इज इट दिस इज दिस इज वॉट हाउ इट इज पीपल वेन पोस्ट विद समथिंग विच इज ऑन द लाइन्स ऑफ शिप ऑफ थीसिस might get a little uncomfortable when the same concept is applied to them but let me take you take another example and this is more hypothetical and uh, shri ramesh balsekar used to use this example is that of a toaster so a toaster toasts bread and it has various components it has an heating element it has an auto shut off it has a a crumbs tray it has a spring you pop the bread in and pops out the toast after some time works really well serves its purpose now imagine that the toaster by some miracle got a mind of its own and five senses senses of hearing of smell of touch of taste and the mind started interpreting for the toaster all the sense all the signals the senses were sending to it so now the toaster suddenly was able to feel the heat when it was switched on oh i'm getting so hot i don't like this where did this i come from this i don't like this for the toaster and toaster could see now he could see the shiny utensils in the kitchen and it could hear people laughing and talking and all the signals were coming to the toaster of sight of hearing and the mind in order to interpret those signals came up with the first thought and what is that first thought that thought is the thought of the i i as in the toaster i am this toaster i'm a white cube with two slot holes in me i can feel them 
and the rest of the kitchen is the toaster's world the other so i is the toaster the kitchen is the toaster's world and so with the first the primary thought i having been defined the toaster can start defining the world relating to the world i don't like being hot i like these shiny utensils words start getting defined and with words feelings also arise feelings define how the i responds to the other i like i don't like i feel bad i feel sad i feel so happy and the toaster got its own set of feelings and thoughts and suddenly in respect to the world the toaster didn't feel too happy they put something in me bread in me and i have to get hot they press this lever and i have to get hot and i don't like being hot i feel like running away thanks the toaster but the toaster has no option it realizes but to actually toast bread bread goes in heat bread pops out toaster tries the toaster tries to run away but it's not made to move so the toaster stays put it is resentful of how things are and sometimes it gets hopeful for a better future it vacillates between unhappiness and happiness it vacillates between the past and the future oh yesterday was good they didn't make toast i felt good yesterday oh tomorrow is sunday now they are going to make lots of toast the whole family will be there and i'll have to get hot 
feel so hot one toast popping after the other this assumed identity or i that the toaster has because of the intellect which has been put into the toaster is what i would like to talk about when we talk about our own i our own ego we cannot relate to this example of the toaster mainly because we'll say hey this toaster is a machine man i mean what how can you compare that to a human being uh you you saying that a machine with thoughts and feelings and a mind that has thoughts and feelings is akin to a human being well yeah that's what i'm saying and um, how does that really work to explore that we'll talk a little bit about genes and conditioning in the next episode thank you for listening in